What's up, homies? What's up, homies? I'm Erica. And I'm Rose Shane. And as always, thank you for hanging out with us today as uh, Rose Shane and I sweat away our entire existence. <laughs> so true. Our, it's so hot. Our souls uh, slowly sweat through our pores and we leave them on the floor. But we do it for you guys. <laughs> only um, for you guys. Only for the homies. Um, well, it's been so hot this summer. Global warming. Chill out, literally and figuratively, please. Is coming. Is coming for our next. And obviously, when we record, AC is not an option. Um, so yeah. I'm actually doing my portion of today's podcast from a little kiddie pool that I yeah. inflated in my room. Uh, yeah, I'm trying like, not to move at all, so you don't hear the splish splash in my little bath. Nor do you get electrocuted. <laughs> also, which is that very important. <laughs> yeah, you are currently in a bath, and I am currently in the nude. So <laughs> <laughs> we're making it work. We are making it work for you guys. <laughs> um, but yes, summer has summered, and. We are talking today about, I wish I could have led that into like, and therefore we're doing a summer movie, but we're really not. (laughs) This is nothing to do with the summer. Um, We are actually doing a movie today that was a recommendation to Mm -hmm. us. Yeah, we have have this one recommended to us from a longtime homie. Uh, Shout out to Soul Bear. He actually stopped by our live stream and drop this recommendation on us. And we watched the trailer and we're like, ooh, we should check this out. Yeah, so, and this is when I had actually heard about this, honestly, probably the day before we streamed, mm-hmm. I heard about it. And so then when it was brought up again in stream, I was like, is this, is this meant to be? <laughs> is like, this <laughs> what you would call fate? Is this, is this it? Um, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't have, like, I couldn't forget that. I was like, this is, this means something. So we talked <laughs> about it the next day and we decided to do it. Um, but yes, this was a recommendation from one of our Twitch followers, which is a nice little segue. Um, we just wanted to make a quick announcement that we have finally taken the plunge and we have made an official homies of horror Twitch. Because we had been streaming from from your Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, so we made our own separate one. If you guys would like to, you can follow us on there. The The link for our Twitch is in our bio. Um, so you can just go to that and follow us on there. That way you can get notified when we start streaming. And it'll be nice because we can do some fun, exciting things on there. Do more Homies of Horror things on there throughout the week. Um, so yeah, follow us if you're... If you're feeling feisty. True that. And if you haven't, stop by for one of our live streams. We've talked about them a couple of times. And look, we're not trying to say that you're completely missing out if you're not there. But you're also not living your best life if you're not there. Mm. So, 
you know, you mm-hmm. kind of make the choice, homies. Yeah. The choice is yours. Just don't choose wrong. <laughs> like, it's all we're trying to say. <laughs> That's what we we're trying to say. Right. Um, and if you actually show up, who knows? Maybe you'll suggest a movie and it happens to end up on the podcast. Who knows, you know? Yes. And, and also, we usually go more in-depth about the movies we've discussed. So if you're like... That did not itch my podcast needs. You want to hear us talk some more about the movie? Come and hang out. Come through. Come and join us. Come, come through. through Pull through. You guys bring the drinks um, and the food. <laughs> and just you guys bring everything. And we'll be there. And we'll show up is, is, is all we need to do. Perfect combo. <laughs> um, but also, speaking of recommendations, I have one more thing before we get into the movie. That's of course. I have a recommendation of my own. Um, not for a movie. This is for a podcast. But I would like to recommend the podcast um, Brain Rot Podcast. Um, it is hosted by Stevie, who is an awesome person. Um, very, very nice and puts a lot of love and care into their podcast, you can tell. Um, like you can tell that he really, really loves what he's doing and loves what he's talking about and has amazing guests on there. They have wonderful conversations, very funny conversations. If you love cheesy 80s movies like I do, this look no further. This podcast is all about that. Um, it's so bad they're good 80s movies. They break down the whole movie, talk it out. And honestly, it just feels like like you're sitting with friends, like talking through these crazy plots. Um so yeah, please go check out his podcast. He is currently in between his first and second season, so this is like the perfect time for you to catch up on all of the episodes that he currently has out before he starts releasing, you know, a bunch of new episodes. So please go check out his podcast. Tell him the homie sent you. And if you like it, let him know. Once again, that is Brain Rot Podcast. But... What are we talking about today, Roshane? Well, I am so happy you asked uh, because today we are talking about Fried Berry from a 2020, well, yeah, a 2020 release in the States, but it's had a couple Mm. releases throughout the years. Um, It actually started as a three-minute short in 2017 that got, you know, picked up and made into a feature that got released in the States in 2020. Um, Mm -hmm. But before we dive into the synopsis, we do, even though it's already in the description, we just want to do a quick trigger warning for you homies. Um, There is a lot of adult content in this particular movie from drug use to sexual situations, all that jazz. And this is very much not a movie for younger for younger viewers. So if you're one of the younger homies, sorry, this one is not for you. Um, we don't want to hear your parents calling us up, dropping angry emails and reviews saying, my kid, watch it. This yeah. one's not for you. All right. You're going to have to this skip this not one. For you. And if you are wanting to throw this on just and you have kids, make sure like little Billy is not running in the background because he might see something he's not going to forget. Because let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm 28 years old and I saw some things I don't think I will forget. Very so, true. So, true. <laughs> so yeah, heads up for that. Um, but can you please tell the homies what 
When you heard what this movie was called, what did you think that it was about? Oh, so... Because <laughs> you asked me. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so when this movie actually got brought up and they were like, oh, you should check out Fried Berry. I 100% thought this was going to be like a cannibal movie or something yes. along those lines. That's where my brain went. Um, yeah. With your whole chest, you said, oh, can is that a cannibal movie? <laughs> true. <laughs> Which, with I mean, I get full it. conviction. Yeah, I don't think it was a bad guess. No. But was I completely wrong? 100%. Yes. Um, so if you were like me, you just heard the title of this movie and you didn't know what it was about, homies, I would love to know what you think this movie is about. <laughs> but in terms of what it's actually about, we're going to get into it right now. Um, like I said before, we are talking about Fried Berry from 2020. And this one was directed by Ryan Kruger and is starring Gary Green as Barry. Meet Barry. A down-and-out junkie living in Cape Town, South Africa. Life for Barry isn't great. He's broke, his wife hates him, and he is dealing with a very serious drug addiction. But all that changes when one night on one of his benders, Barry is abducted by aliens and his body becomes the vehicle for an interstellar joyride across all of Cape Town. Insert drugs, sex, more drugs, alien babies, and funky fresh beats here. Our film concludes with Alien Barry biting off more than he can chew and trying to make it back to the mothership in one piece. Also, did I mention the drugs? Roll credits. <laughs> We cannot stress this lightly enough. There are drugs. <laughs> there are a lot of drugs. A lot of drugs. Also, did you ever, like, <laughs> when you were a kid, did you ever, like, pop Smarties or, like, As, Tic Tacs in your mouth? And, and just pretend? think you were the coolest, badass kid doing all yeah. the drugs? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. As you're, like orange tic-tac dissolved in your mouth and you're like damn i'm tripping <laughs> like, <laughs> damn man this tic-tac's hitting different bro oh no i definitely did that i did that with tic-tacs i did that with pez i did that mm. with um oh what are those what are they smarties yeah yeah candy? yeah that's what i did it a lot with smarties because it mm. they dissolve quite nicely and you yeah. and if you just like set them on your tongue because tic-tacs roll off because they're mm -hmm. like round but since Smarties are flat, you can, like, set them on your tongue. Yeah, Smarties be hidden different. You, I'd even do the little thing where, you like, you kind of stick your fingernail in there so you can, like, pop one up with, like, just your thumb. So you can just <laughs> pop it like that. a... Y'all know what I'm saying. Yeah, I wasn't that was, advanced. <laughs> it, was a, it, it was a simpler time, the Smarties days. <laughs> but, all right, Erica, talk to me. What's in your notebook? Okay, so the very first note that I wrote was... A Ryan Kruger thing. I like that because it's like Same. in the yeah, in the opening credits, it just says a Ryan Kruger thing instead of like a Martin Scorsese film, and I like that because it kind of reminds me of like a Spike Lee joint. I like when it's something different and it's not. Yeah, like, yeah, this is a movie. I, I feel like I got his vibe me, from that. Yeah, yeah. Something tells me that he got inspiration from that, which. I don't, it didn't bother me at all. I like that he took the inspiration and kind of made it his own thing. Mm -hmm. um, because this movie is definitely a thing. 
It is yeah. a thing of a movie. <laughs> yeah, that's like a very accurate description of it. I think he kind of nailed it with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like these opening credits as well. I think this movie sets the tone fairly well, like straight off of the jump. For me, it did. Yeah, same here. And also, despite us doing like all the trigger warnings and stuff like that, I did kind of enjoy the fact that the movie had its own trigger warning, like, you know, baked into it as well. Because you start off the film with like this mini tiny, like TV scene Mm -hmm. of this guy essentially saying what we said, where this movie is 100% not for kids. And I don't know about you, but when that popped on the screen, I kind of like rolled my eyes being like, all right, guy, sure. Uh, Now it was needed. It was necessary. I actually, I, I really liked that little introduction of like, you must be 18 or older. I will say it scared a fart out of me because my volume was turned up way too loud on accident. Oh, shit. And he came booming through my speakers. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? So unexpected jump scare. That was my own fault for not like checking my volume. But yeah, there's like a little warning. And then we do kind of a zoom in to earth type of credit open and then right away we are meeting barry doing what apparently barry does best which is drugs real real quick before we even like get into too much of the plot of the movie though man uh gary green has such a particular look that works so well for this film yeah um he's got a face he's got he's got a face and like i mean i i mean that in like the most sincere way where it's like his look is so unique and the things, the physicalities that this man does with both his body and his face sell this entire movie. His face. I, man, he's got one of those faces where he kind of reminds me of like a Willem Dafoe because I feel very yeah. similar about him where he's just has one of those faces where it's very sharp and it's very harsh looking. And so it's, but it's interesting to look at. It's almost you don't want to look at them because the way that they can move their face almost makes you uncomfortable. But mm-hmm. then you want to look at them because it's so enticing because it is so different. Yeah. And I'm it, jealous of his facial control, man. Like the, this, this dude oh can move every part of his face, the every agency, inch of it that he has over his face is absolutely insane. I think I mentioned this, I made this same kind of reference in our child's play episode, I think, but it is, it really is the the game, the mini game from Mario Party where you move the mask <laughs> and you like warp it. He can do that with his face and it's so cool, but so horrifying at the same time. Right. It, oh, it just makes me feel weird (laughs) but Mm -hmm. i but i love it and it works per i can't think of anybody else who could have played this role yeah like he was perfect yeah he was he was the guy to play barry one thousand percent thousand percent and i so i found this interview with the director and writer um ryan krueger it's from dread central if anybody wants to go and check it out but so he said, because they also talked in the interview, they were like, dude, Gary Green is the bomb.com. Mm-hmm. And Ryan's like, I know. <laughs> but, <basically, laughs> but apparently 
that Ryan and Gary have worked together in some capacity for like 11 years. Um, he met him when he was doing an indie movie because I guess Gary has always just kind of done like really small parts and he's just been, you know, bit parts and things here and there. Yeah, he's a very like physical actor. Like, like I think yes. I read he's like, he was like a stuntman and stuff too. Like he's yeah. done a lot of physical stuff. Yeah, so he's a stuntman, but he's not like a trained actor. Like, you know, like that's not what he got into the business to be. Right. I think, yeah, he just has that look and he can do all these things. So he gets put into different projects. But Ryan has always been equally as obsessed with he just thinks that he has such a good look and he's such a character. And so he's been wanting to put him into a project. Mm -hmm. And so when Fried Berry came up, he thought it was the perfect thing for Gary. And so he, you know, like asked him to be in it and he was down. And it actually works out really well because, you know, Gary doesn't have to speak a lot in this movie. Yeah. It's, it's mainly reliant on his facial expressions. And which is good because I will say, I don't know if it's like this for you, but the biggest thing for me that's a giveaway of someone who's not a very strong actor is the way that they speak because it, it sounds very unnatural mm. when someone is not comfortable on camera. I don't yeah. know. If you know I, no, I agree. Way. I agree. I, I think the mastery of dialogue is something that can make or break somebody in a mm -hmm. film because it, it's yeah. pretty obvious especially if they're in a scene with somebody who is a trained actor or actress and knows how to work a script, it makes it even more noticeable. So, yeah, he he was lucky in that he does a lot with his face. And I guess the way that Ryan did it is he wanted everything to be very organic because he didn't want Gary to be overthinking things. A lot of this movie, I guess, is improv that he allowed the actors to do. But for Gary, he wouldn't tell him until about like half an hour before they shot the scene. He wouldn't tell them what he was supposed to do. And so then he would go in very fresh. It was like a clean slate type of thing. Mm -hmm. And then he would be able to just kind of go off of what was happening. But he was he would also give him like, you know, he'd be like, hey, okay, now scrunch up your face and mm -hmm. do that right now. So, I th I mean, I think they pulled it off. You know, like, what's, <laughs> what's funny well. is even as somebody who's been doing improv for a fucking years. Since uh, I was born. Since I was fucking born. Like, even as somebody who's comfortable in improv and in front of the camera, the idea of, like, not knowing until like a couple minutes before and then having to just make it all up on the spot on like a big feature. That just sounds so frightening. Yeah. Um, so, you know, kudos to Gary for having the cojones to uh, tackle that and do a really fucking fantastic job. Yeah, he freaking nails it. And so... Oh, you yeah, know what we... I just thought of too? Is they just name him Barry because his name is Gary? You think that's <laughs> really what it was? Maybe because they kind of poke fun of that later where the guy's trying to figure out his name and he calls him like Larry and he call I don't know if he ever calls him Gary. He like goes through a string of names mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if maybe that was kind of because it seems like, like a play off of that it's based all, off of based off of that and based mm -hmm. off of the movie. It really seems like uh, Gary was meant to play this role the entire time. So I, I, I don't think it's a big leap to think that Ryan would just name the character after him. Barry, yeah. No, I could I could definitely see that. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Barry's a junkie and he has a wife 
right? They're married. Yeah, yeah it's his okay. wife, and he's got a kid, too. Mm -hmm. um, they do not have a good family life at all. I no. actually wrote in my notes that, damn, that breakfast scene was fucking rough. That's funny because I wrote, damn, that breakfast looks good. Because the, the spread. <laughs> it, did. it did. And I think that's what actually, actually why I wrote, like, damn, that scene was rough. Because I'm like, there's so much anger and animosity between him and his wife. But she prepared a banger of a meal for a this man. Spread. I said, okay, Chef Boyardee. <laughs> Barry, you're fumbling the bag. Like <laughs> you got away your wife. Your wife still made you breakfast despite your like absolute tomfoolery running around in these streets like Big Ball McGee, stumbling in high. Mm -hmm. She still made you breakfast. And yeah, he comes in, he's immediately they immediately get into a fight because he has been gone all night. Mm -hmm. And he is just not a good person. Like, he's, yeah, he's it's, not. It's established very quickly that Barry ain't it. Um, no, and I think they, they actually do a really good job of the pacing for this. Of, like, you you really, in because it's all of, like, three or four major scenes, if that, that we get with Barry's exposition before things start hitting the fan. And it's, like, it's just enough information to get a full spectrum of who Barry really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you get this and then you see him um, have an interaction with someone who owes him money. And and it's funny because he has this interaction with this guy where he's like, where's my money? And the girl that's with the guy is like, beat him up, fuck him up, like telling the guy to beat Barry up. Yeah, and I because was like, he definitely looks definitely like he could. Can. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you probably could give it a go and just see how it pans out. You might be successful. That man looks like he would lay Barry out in a single swing. Like, I, I'm surprised Barry had any balls to go ask that guy well, for money. Grab him by his lapels and shake him. Yeah, and he was all up in his face. And I was like, dude, I really think you could take Barry. Like, I really think you could. But I guess Barry has some kind of intimidate. He's got that, like, manic you know, like unpredictability. I think that's what it is. Yeah, that's he's scrappy. Quite... Yeah, yeah, don't know what he's going to do. He's, yeah, he's definitely scrappy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Barry, okay. So this next little sequence, I think, is pretty interesting because Barry goes into a bar. Mm -hmm. And as he's going to a bar, he passes a strange man standing there covering his face and he's wearing purple gloves. Mm -hmm. And then he goes into the bar and he has this interaction with another man at the bar where basically this man has this conspiracy theory about why Mickey Mouse wears gloves. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that he says is that giving putting gloves on something that's not a human gives it human characteristics. And I think that that is a clue that that person that Barry passed is actually an alien who True is also that. impersonating, you know, inside of a human. And that's why he was wearing gloves because he's not a human. But uh, it's like that idea. Brilliant, right? Suddenly he had gloves. OK, but he's not a human, is he? OK, is he a man? Well, he's not a woman. No, no, no. He's a mouse. All right, so why does he have fingers and gloves and everything else? But yes, the thing that freaks me out the most, Barry, if he's a mouse, why does he have a dog? He's got Pluto. It's a dog. 
Now, Disney will say it's anthropomorphic, okay? Gloves make them look more human, so you can understand. But I go deeper. I think that Disney was around during vaudeville, right? So I think it was a little bit racist. Yeah, I didn't clock that one at all. All I, with the, with the Mickey Mouse rant, all I said was, this rant is the reason why I do not talk to strangers at bars anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because, like, though, it's funny because a lot of this movie, especially once stuff happens to Barry, is Barry just kind of maneuvering through and, like, listening to people. And that's yeah. actually how I kind of navigate my life a lot. So in that bar scene, I really did resonate with Barry, even though he's, like, a terrible dude. I said, I was like, damn. I have been in that spot at the bar before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and I do think that's interesting, though, as well, is that Barry is a, actually a fairly quiet person from the beginning, at least when he's in in situations where he's not, like, totally comfortable. You know, like, with his wife, he's pretty quiet until she antagonizes him, and then he speaks up, and then... You know, even, yeah, even with this guy, he like sits there and lets him get th this entire rant without really saying a word. Mm -hmm. And so when he comes back and he's not speaking, it's like not total. It doesn't seem like it's totally weird to nah. people that know him. Yeah, I think that was that was really smart of them to do it because it's very believable that he just doesn't he doesn't speak much he just That's can't really be it. yeah he can't be fucked to like care about <laughs> talking to people is i was like he can't like be fucked as a uh, i don't know if that's the best phrasing here because... oh yeah no <laughs> apparently he is the most desirable man in in all, <laughs> all of south of africa Town. but we'll talk about that in a second but yeah, he is, <laughs> yeah he and the he and the guy and rant guy leave the bar because um, I guess they know each other. That's the impression I got that they're yeah. kind of like druggy buddies because they go back to his yeah. place and do some really hard drugs, which I also wrote down. Fuck, dude, these drug scenes are like a smidgen too real for me. Like I definitely got uncomfortable mm -hmm. in all the drug scenes just because they went through all the motions of it. They are very hard to get to and or get get through. Um, and yeah, it's so funny to me in a movie where so much is going on yeah the the drug scenes or, the, or at least this first one what i had to look away i just needles get me every time i cannot watch needles go into skin i can't tell you how long it took me to finally be able to watch the scene in saw 2 where she, mm, falls where she just falls in. dude the journey the character arc that I had to go through to <laughs> finally be able to watch that scene and not have to look away was award-winning. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had to look away during this scene because at least while they were shooting up and then, I love the way they shoot it though. The scenes, I mean, I love the shots that they have all throughout this movie. They do yeah. a very good job of making, putting you in the character's position and how, disorienting and um like abrasive and intrusive this feels because it, especially in this shot it's like as soon as we go to them it's like this very very almost too close close up to the guy that he's mm -hmm. with and then we get this really intense close up on barry okay i almost feel like i'm 
like I feel like I'm breathing in his mouth when yeah. they do these close-ups. It makes me feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, the the cinematography in this one really knows how to navigate your emotions, and mm. when they want to make you uncomfortable, they do it very well and very effectively. Um, with just the different lenses that they use and the different shot choices that they make. Um, and like you said, whenever a character is in a different or altered mind state, the way that it's shot will change to kind of mirror yeah. that. And I think for the most part, um, they they reflect where I would assume the character is mentally. Right, yeah, because we, we definitely get those shots where, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is... Uh, to my understanding, those shots that are in a lot of films where someone's maybe like about to pass out or, yeah, they're like under the influence where you are watching them and as they're moving, everything is blurring around them, which I believe is achieved by rigging the camera to the actor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or so, like, you're, you mean like like seeing from their point of view and or just having it be super close to their face? So those shots where we're looking, we're still looking at them, mm-hmm. but we almost feel like we're like <laughs> their aura. I don't know how to, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, I get, what <laughs> yeah. I get what you mean. Yeah, I think yeah. there's like, there's a couple ways you can shoot that. Um, there, I, I do think that they could have used like a head mounted rig mm-hmm. potentially um or you know maybe they just were just hella close up on (laughs) all the actors and actresses they're just like they're straddling the cameraman straddling gary (laughs) his legs just wrapped around (laughs) 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 Um, but they did it did they did uh have a lot of use of like fisheye lenses to get that Mm -hmm. warped look which i thought was a very smart choice by them and um you know their cinematographer but yeah kudos uh, needless to needless to say the the shots were they were fantastic but they were jarring yes um they are definitely jarring we get so we go from this scene which feels like i said just really invasive we see them slowly getting into these altered states you know they start to do the thing where everything goes slow and also the sound design in this movie super good oh superb my compliments the chef on the sound design (laughs) it's great and you know what he so he was a music video director or he's directed a lot of music videos i will say i think that that comes through a lot in this movie um the with a his choices of music Mm -hmm. b the way that he uses music effectively in this and like matches the shots to go with the music but then also i just feel like he has such a good ear for sound like when he uses sound in this movie it only heightens what is going on and this is one of those times because there's a moment where they're talking and the sound starts to warp and get distorted and i was thinking Mm -hmm. oh it's gonna be like this for the rest of the scene but it's not he only does that for like three words and then it's almost like barry snaps back into or we're going from another person's perspective and then we snap back into the other person's perspective where they're hearing everything normal. Right. And I really liked that. I thought that that was really clever and it, it subverted what I was expecting. Because we've, I mean, at this point, I think you've seen so many drug sequences 
but I think they did a good job of doing their own thing with the drug sequences in this film. Oh yeah, for sure. I've seen every episode of Breaking Bad and I was still <laughs> um, just as uncomfortable watching these drug scenes as I was yeah. watching those. Yeah, I've I've seen a Requiem for a Dream uh, <laughs> once, or, once or thrice, so <laughs> I'm kind of an expert. <laughs> um, but so Barry stumbles outside after mm-hmm. getting high and... <laughs> So this, once again, beautifully shot, great atmosphere, stumbles back out into the city. There's this fog rolling in. Something about the, something about city lights, it's very aesthetically pleasing to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I just love seeing a bunch of city lights. So they got some great shots of that. Um, And then next thing you know, uh, Barry is yanked by his scalp up into a UFO. And what an abduction scene. And now that you've told me that uh, he was or he's directed a lot of music videos, that makes a lot of sense for a lot of the Mm -hmm. shots that we see, especially in this sequence, because it definitely feels very like music video. Did you ever do that? Like the move in like Bernie dance? The which one? The the Bernie dance. The Bernie. Did you ever do that? I don't remember it. I have to see it. How how old okay. is that? Like what yeah. what era um, are we speaking here? I was doing it when I was in high school. When we were in high school, that's okay. when I was doing it. I'm not I'm not sure, but I'll, I'll double check well, and let you know. Because I was gonna say Barry like Bernie dances up into the UFO. Oh wait wait wait! wait you know no, what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the little like so, shimmy move that he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. His head is back, and he's like, ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought of when he went up. Um, so yeah. <laughs> so oh no, I can't the... watch that scene without seeing that. <laughs> so he gets up into the UFO, and yes, we get some very like because it's a lot of imagery in this sequence of the um, abduction, and I say, I mean, what. And I say this with the utmost respect, the fuck. Because <laughs> I was so, not, I didn't know what to expect. Because we've talked about this before, right? Mm-hmm, like yes, how important the abduction scene is. And <laughs> I wasn't prepared for what was to happen. I still don't really know what happened as far as what those different images were. Um they were effective in that they were very creepy but you see a lot of images and the next thing you know barry oh that that scene crescendo um sent the coldest shiver down my spine and my entire body because i wrote in the biggest caps on my page not the dick yeah we get so we see all these images and then there's Barry's penis is there and then there's just something sharp coming down <laughs> into it um, and so you see that and then you see him like on all fours he gets it inserted something inserted into his mouth he gets something inserted into his rectum and then 
and then okay but so all of that is happening and then it cuts to this shot of the alien and the alien is like yucking it up in the corner he's like like laughing and he like backs up into the shadows <laughs> it's like what the heck yeah the, the alien design was a little interesting like i say it was bad or good it was just it was interesting yeah. It, it was, was it, it took me aback. I wasn't expecting to see the alien at all, but I just thought, yeah, it's he's like rubbing his hands together and he like just disappears into the darkness. And I just thought <laughs> it was kind of funny because I just imagined him being like, meh. Um, but yeah, so Barry is, you know, probed and then transported back down. However, it is very obvious that we are no longer with human Barry. Yeah, Barry that we've known the past 20 minutes has officially left the building yes. and the planet, apparently. He's, he has clocked out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he is... We don't know. So that's the thing. We don't know if he's just lost forever. Like, you don't really know what's happening at this point. All you know is the alien is now living rent-free yeah. inside of Barry. He's got his hands on the steering wheel and he is just cruising through Cape yeah. Town. Inside of Barry's body. Yeah, like Mr. Toad's wild riding through <laughs> Cape Town. Because that's really what this whole night feels like. Um, so we switched to... This is another moment where we switched to a handheld camera. And so things are very, like, shaky. Um, and I think that matches how the alien feels... Really, the alien is like a tourist in a place he has never been before mm -hmm. he does not speak the language he does not know where he's going he doesn't have a map um and so he's just kind of walking like he's yeah. just walking around just walking around late night in cape town and you know what i actually wrote down is um i thought the funny thing about the post-abduction sequence like as he's like kind of navigating before he gets to the club um i thought that it was very interesting that nothing that is happening around him or to him is really out of the norm. Like, mm -hmm. it, for me, watching him navigate that nightlife, it really just kind of felt like what it's like to go out and, <laughs> like, you know, like, go out on the town sober and, like, stay mm -hmm. sober for the entire night. That's really what it kind of felt like. Because there was a lot of, like, nightlife things happening around him. But he wasn't really doing anything other than just walking. But, like, from, like, the drunk people coming up to him to people, like, running out of bars, like, puking. So just yeah. all the things that he was navigating. I was like, I've had every single one of these things happen to me at least once on a different night out. Yeah. On a night out in Hollywood. <laughs> right? That's you actually what it was. You know what? That's what it was. I couldn't pin down what it was. Barry was just walking through Hollywood Boulevard yeah. on like a on a eleven thirty p.m. evening. Yeah, he's basically, yeah, he's leaving like good times at Davy Wayne's and <laughs> trying to get back to his apartment. And this is everything that he's passing. Mm -hmm. Um. So and this is also when we start to do uh, like a switch between regular perspective, and then we almost get to see things from. Barry's perspective because a lot of the times when people come up to talk to him we see them as if we were Barry right. which is also very cool because it makes you feel like okay you're in my personal space because like they are obviously mm -hmm. like we said a lot of these people that he's 
dealing with are either drunk or they're under some kind of influence. And so he is walking around just kind of spectating. A lot of this movie, Barry really is just like a doll that's being put in different situations and being like affected by those situations. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that basically happens where he kind of gets wrangled into a club right because he doesn't know he he gets pulled in by one of those uh, (laughs) i forget what they're called there's actually a word for those people who like stand outside of clubs and like wrangle you in yeah those like club hype men yeah Uh, there's a very specific word for it that i don't remember vendors are they club vendors maybe Uh, i don't know but regardless he 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 like he gets roped in and now he's a Enjoying a little club outing, yeah. uh, which I, <laughs> what a scene. Wait, actually, no, hold on. Did he go to oh, the club first or did he go to the bar first? He went to first? the bar first. He went to the bar first. He just That's stumbles he... into the bar, yeah. It has a little bit of a interaction with the bartender. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, this bartender yeah. is hella familiar with everyone, apparently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the bartender comes in hot. He comes in real hot. Like, basically, as as soon as he looks at Barry, he's like, you're the ugliest motherfucker I've ever seen. <laughs> you're never going to get a girlfriend. Like, it's basically what he yeah, says. Yeah, he's like, you might Barry. as well not even try, bro. You are never getting laid, my guy. Yeah. And I was like, uh, are you trying to make a sale? Because I don't know if this is the way. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm like, is this part of your job description, my guy? Yeah, yeah. Just, just immediately, like, break down everybody's self-esteem as soon as they walk through the door. But mm-hmm. yeah, so that happens. And then Barry goes into the bathroom and he sees kind of his first sexual encounter of the movie. But mm-hmm. this is one that he just witnesses and is not actually a part of, which changes so quickly. Uh, everything else that happens, he will be a part of. But this is the one that he's not, where <laughs> he sees uh, two guys in the bathroom and one of the guys is getting a blowjob. And yeah. then and then from there, he ends up at the club. Yeah. And then, so at the club, it's kind of like a typical, you know, uh, dive club scene. Um, a lot of music, very dark. They got the flashing lights, et cetera, et cetera. Um, some girl walks up to him and gives him what I can only assume is ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he just, Alien Barry just pops ecstasy. Um, and he loves it. <laughs> and he fucking loves it. Loves it so much that he goes back over to her, snatches the entire bag yeah. of ecstasy and just guzzles that shit down. Inhales it like a whale. He's like, and then like the entire back. You should see my eyes went so wide when he did that. I was like, oh no. Yeah. So he inhales an entire bag of ecstasy, and now, so this is the moment where he really gets to shine on this face. When his face really gets to go for it, because he is obviously he's tripping out. And here's the thing: I wonder. So, because. Because since the alien is inside of his body, mm-hmm. um, and Barry was probably still high when mm-hmm. the alien got inside of him. Like, I almost wonder if it almost feels like when he gets high, it kind of like 
pumps like he it almost probably feels right because that's what Barry is used to and then as he comes down it maybe like fucks with him like I have to wonder how that affects him it's true true because we never really get like the rules of like how this kind of works with the alien like we know the aliens inside of Barry but we don't know like the the guidelines of this shit right and so it's like yeah, he, he he dives into Barry's body while he's high, so it makes sense that like the no, the norm would be stoned. But we also watch Barry basically inhale an entire bag of ecstasy, and a normal person that would just kill. Like you would probably right. just die. Um, but for whatever reason, don't get me wrong, he's tripping balls, and like his body's going crazy. And I also wrote that. Um, Fried Barry is kind of lit on the dance floor, not gonna lie. Oh, right, Barry. Yeah, yeah. This man got he, some moves. He's cutting a rug, that's for sure. <laughs> he is like busting it down. Yo, on the dance Barry, floor. Barry was the one white friend at an all black wedding, just fucking seven drinks in, having the yeah. best night of their life. And they play and they play shout. <laughs> Next thing you know, limbs are flying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that is Barry. Barry is there. And yeah, so so this is when we start to get into like, I wonder if he is giving off some kind of like, is his alienness giving off something that regular Barry don't be giving off? Because this is when we start to see that people want People want Barry and they want him bad. Mm-hmm. And I want to make it clear, this is not a knock to Gary at all. And I'm not trying to imply that he is not, you know, a good looking man. I'm saying more the erratic and uncomfortable way that he is acting would have been a huge red flag for me personally. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, I will say this next scene had me dying where Barry is still like tripping out and that guy's just <laughs> talking to him mm-hmm. and it keeps cutting back and forth between the two of them. Oh my God, I was dying. That you, scene's great. That's, that's such a good scene because like, and I think part of this too may help answer that about like what's going on and why everybody's trying to fuck Barry. Um, where it's like a lot of times be. And it's because a lot of the people that he's talking to are either super drunk or under the influence of something. A lot of times it doesn't really matter who's there. Like the fact that it's just a body standing there, it's kind of like these people projecting whatever they want onto him. And he, because he's an alien and doesn't know any better, is just soaking it up and just being the stand-in for whatever they are feeling or wanting. Yeah. Yeah, and that's so it it doesn't bo- like it doesn't seem too out of place during this entire section. The when I question it is when we get into the grocery store. Oh, which we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. get we'll, there. We'll, yeah, we'll get to. But we'll get to. Yeah, that's when I was like, okay, some going <laughs> something's going on. Either I I don't know. But yeah, cuz we never get to we don't really get to see what normal Barry is like in his life. So yeah. I don't know what to compare it to. Um, but, but, but you know what we did see, though, is Barry's dick. And we do know that yeah. Barry is, in fact, packing some big dick energy um, I mean, wherever he yeah. goes. So. I, yeah, yeah. Just eyeballing it. I don't know. Yeah, it looked, it looked, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
my god. Um, Needless to say, (laughs) whatever, whatever is causing it, um, Barry's getting attention, and he gets the attention of this one woman who's essentially like, "You're coming home with me." Well, before before that. He mm, goes into okay. the bathroom. Right, right, and right, right. And he also, there's a man in there, and he gives Barry a blowjob. And this is the first time that we see that um, Barry no longer has normal sperm. It's like a black goo yeah. that comes out. And mm-hmm. a lot of it comes out. And I don't know if the man was screaming because it is painful, like it, if it does something, or if he was just like, just "What the surprise?" Yeah, he yeah. Showered in black goo. Yeah, he was like, "I didn't know he was having sex with a squid." Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we see that, and then and then yes, he gets picked up by a woman mm-hmm. after that, and she takes him home. Yeah, and again, this is one of those situations where the woman clearly doesn't give a fuck who Barry is. He's just serving a need that she has mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah you know, like i will say for how like uncomfortable a lot of the scenes in this movie are this movie's also really fucking funny yeah because, it is yeah <laughs> because when they're when they're fucking and she's like for fuck's sake make some noise uh, and barry's like Woo! <laughs> i fucking yeah. lost it yeah it's pretty it's it's really it when it does humor, it does it very well. And mm-hmm. yeah, so we also do see that the alien is definitely absorbing what he sees and hears around him. He can mm-hmm. mimic things. He just takes words and says them because he's heard them. Obviously, not quite sure of the context. But in this situation, he hears her moans and kind of the noises that she's making. And he does his own version yeah. Well, okay. in the, well, when they are in the club scene, um, they do do the make Woo, some noise yeah. and people say woo. Woo, woo. So I think yeah. I'm fairly sure it's a callback to that, too. Um, but the, his it is funny every time that like he has a situation where he has to speak and you're <laughs> like, OK, which line from the lines that we've heard is he like there's always like kind of like a guessing game of like what line he's going to use right is he going to so that's always on. fun mm-hmm. that is it is fun um so yeah so that interaction happens and she kicks barry out and then he runs into a prostitute and she so this is also the first time that we get introduced to the fact that this alien does in fact have powers like it it has alien powers and Mm -hmm. can do things and so because it it touches her head and it is able to like gain some memories from her Mm -hmm. so that's our first introduction to the fact that yeah like this this alien he's got some some tools and tricks up his sleeve uh but still he doesn't really you know know what to do with them that's the one thing i will say i I do wonder what this alien's purpose is on earth if it's just kind of investigating like doing it really seems like he's just he's just on a little mini vacation vacation. just touring or is he like writing his thesis paper on like (laughs) humans but yeah he's just torn around and so she takes him so she takes him in to have sex um 
okay, this scene. Because they have <laughs> sex and they do. So him and the first very, lady. Very, lots of woos. Yes, lots, lots of, of woos. woos. But him and the first lady used a condom. He does not use a condom with this girl. And so once they're done, she is obviously in pain. Mm. And her stomach begins to grow she is immediately pregnant and what i mean when i say immediately pregnant is i mean we watch her go from day one of pregnancy to nine months of pregnancy mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. minimal cuts i must say minimal cuts um and if at this point you haven't seen the movie and you're thinking well um does she yes yes we watch she her have that baby birth we watch her have a baby we basically deliver the baby the way the camera is held <laughs> i was I, like let me catch the baby for you <laughs> i wrote down i made the same face barry did during that birth scene <laughs> oh my god he's just watching and i'm like yeah. i barry i feel you bro yeah because even barry's like uh what uh, m my note <laughs> all i wrote was let me tell you something and then i didn't finish it because i was like <laughs> yeah i'm speechless um so yes she gives birth and is like holding her baby obviously distraught something about this scene was very very was scary to me um yeah that's just a scary concept i can't yeah. even imagine being in her position and like, did I just fucking have a child? Yeah, yeah, because she even says, she's like, I had a baby, but it's not mine. Like, she doesn't even know how, how to even to quantify phrase. what the fuck just happened. Because how do you? Yeah, because her, like, pimp comes back in, and he's perplexed as well. So everybody's confused. Barry gets thrown out and then wanders out into the street and just kind of stares up at the stars. Misses, he's a little homesick perhaps mm -hmm. and or maybe he's just like bro i didn't sign up this place is fucking crazy like i didn't sign yeah. up for all this <laughs> like, it could also be the 20 tabs of ecstasy in his system oh too. you're right yeah <laughs> I, I forgot about the fact that his veins are pure ecstasy right now um so then morning comes around and we get <laughs> okay so when he goes to the park and he sees that family. I was like, why was this, why is this so intensely sweet? I know why it is, but it's just so mm -hmm. funny because he sees this family in the park and there's like this dad with these perfectly rosy cheeks and this like mm -hmm. beautiful long haired mother and she's holding this baby and she's like, oh, little, little blah, blah, blah. And then they look at each other and they're like, I love you. And he's like, I love you too. And then they kiss. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay. Okay. It's a very picturesque family, but things like that make an impression on mm -hmm. our alien Barry. He definitely yeah, he soaks gets, in he gets, that. He soaks that and he gets swooped up by his wife, who has this magical ability actually to just know where Barry is like 90% yeah. of the time. She has like that she's part bloodhound she has that sure. like superman sense where he always can like save lois lane even when she's like literally about to die mm -hmm. like seconds away from dying and then he's like i'm here that's that's sue's for for barry and we also see before she picks him up he has another power 
he can heal people. Yeah. If he so Which chooses like, to do so. That's very interesting that they added that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Yeah, because some guy's having a heart attack and Barry like, <laughs> like slaps him really hard in the chest. And then like, be well, my son. Yeah, and then he's fine. Um, so yeah, so he has healing ability as well. He is taken home and... Oh my God, dude. What did I write? I said, watching him eat this hot dog took 10 years off my lifespan. <laughs> it was so gross. Because that hot dog looked a little sus too. I'm not going to lie. I don't think it's like a right. It seemed, it's a different kind of meat. Yeah, it wasn't like a hot dog, hot mm-hmm. dog. It, was, it looked like jerky. Maybe. Or like a bratwurst of some kind. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, he eats a hot dog in a very obscene and honestly offensive way. Um, <laughs> and then spits it all out because it does not seem like these aliens need food or sustenance yeah. of any kind, really. Yeah. So like, it's very, again, we don't really know the ins and outs of like how this works, but for, for the most part, it seems like. Alien Barry doesn't really need to eat nah. or like consume. He things. just needs drugs, I guess. <laughs> he just he just needs drugs. That's all he mm-hmm. needs. But basically, what we get from this interaction is that he has s- s- kind of taken on that family that he saw earlier, and he's applying it to this family or his mm-hmm. family. So he's nicer to his son. He's being nice to Suze, of course, he's just doing and saying things that he has no idea what they mean. But in Suze's eyes, he is kind of finally being the Barry that she's wanted him to be. Mm-hmm. And so she's all about it. They go and they have sex and once again use a condom, which is good. <laughs> Um, yep, yep, that would have been real awkward. That would have been very unfortunate. Um, but then we also see that Barry has another power, which is being able to change the television station with his when he blinks. Yeah. Which is also a power that like somebody had in one of the X Men movies, and I remember thinking that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> like if that was your only X Men power. Um, like good for you. Good, good for, for you. you. You made it. You made it to the school. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, but uh, this is a little bit of foreshadowing because on the TV, as he's going through the channels, he passes by a news station and they're saying that there are 17 children that are still missing in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he skips to this commercial, which I love. I love that commercial. <laughs> Oh, the like the, the whiskey, whiskey one, yeah, yeah. right? Because it's like I guess it was probably like a homage to um, the most interesting man. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they were going for there. Yeah, I think um, so. But I love how like how campy it is. <laughs> like when he's like he says his line, and then they all do the fakest laugh. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. Dude, like you even yeah. see on the. Uh, I, I dug it. I, I, I dug love. It I I loved that commercial. I was like, damn, that's funny. Um, so then they go to the store (laughs) and first, first Barry runs into, or he doesn't even really run into him, but the guy that had been getting a blowjob earlier is at the store. Was he really? I didn't even notice that. Yeah. That was the guy that was being a dick about the cans. Oh. And I don't exactly know why he, why that was in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it was it was a weird that one was like a weird just kind of like it was a moment that happened. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it, it didn't serve any purpose other than to like give us a glimpse at everyday life for humans, I suppose. Yeah. But it was kind of, it was kind of random. Yeah. So he runs into him and then <laughs> he runs into the cheese guy and I was like is this me with cheese? Like, <laughs> am I this guy? Am I this excited about cheese? I think I am. According to Twitter and the internet, apparently half the population feels this way about cheese. Uh, uh, I, I myself, cheese. I think cheese is great, uh, but the enthusiasm that Cheese Man has over cheese uh, is admirable, if nothing else. Dude, yeah. He is very excited about cheese. Honestly, I get it. So... Yeah, we watched Barry disgustingly eat a block of cheese. Um, I don't know how you make, like, eating look that uncomfortable, but damn it, Gary, you found a way. Oh, God, yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, it was really rough to watch. So he's tr- Highly recommend not watching this movie while eating yeah, anything, homies. This is, not, this is not the one. But I do love the Cheese Man's reactions. When he's like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. And this is another thing. The cheese man is attracted to, to Barry. And so is the checkout lady. Yeah. She, she was, that was fun. She was pretty funny to me, I thought. Especially when she, I, I, when she scans the paper towels and she's like, <laughs> like humping, <laughs> humping them through. the fucking paper towel. Yeah. Cause like, he's just, well, like, so she's reading a magazine. He's just staring at her just like intensely. So maybe like outside of the alien pheromones or whatever the fuck he's giving off, maybe she interpreted, interpret, interpreted that as he's into her. Yeah. And I guess she hasn't been touched in a very long time because she was doing the full gambit with his, with his groceries. I also, she reminds me a lot of Tina Fey. I don't know if you got that vibe mm. either, but like, just like her mannerisms and the way she was doing things gave me a really big Tina Fey vibe. I could see that. Cause I could definitely see that kind of situation being like an SNL. Yeah. A hundred percent. So I could, I could totally see that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so they go grocery shopping when they come back. He, she, he's like burning up. He's like burning hot. And so she tries to get him cold, which seems like a, was a bad idea. Now I'm interested in your thoughts. Do you think that this was him having a bad reaction to the drugs in his body? Or do you think that these aliens just need to be on the warmer side and her cooling him down kind of? Oh uh, yeah, I don't ever think about the temperature thing being a being a thing. Uh, for me, I definitely interpreted his body was going through withdrawals mm-hmm. um, with a combination of both heroin and ecstasy. Uh, the alien was just getting its first dose of what withdrawals feels, feels like, like mm-hmm. because the length of time since he has done the drugs has been long enough where it would make sense that his body would be going through withdrawals. I think it was timed out fairly well. Right. Where it's been, like, about almost a full day since, like, the ecstasy binge and maybe, like, a day and a half since he did the heroin. So, like, he... It would make sense that the body would start breaking down and then he, as the alien, would not know what's going on. Right. Like, what the fuck is this? 
It's like up until this point, he's been doing nothing but feel good of drugs right. and sex. So like this feeling of not feeling like Hercules has got to be a, a very jarring to our alien berry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then so next is the when he runs he gets, into the other druggies, right? Yeah, where he's passed out in his underwear uh middle of cape town and two other druggies like find him and take them to their drug lair Mm -hmm. basically which is just like a broken down greenhouse um and so they're like here we got the thing that'll fix you up and then they give him some form. i don't even know what drug we're at at this point but i did write down that i feel so strange or i wrote down is it strange that i feel bad for alien barry getting roped up in drugs again because that they have that small period of time where, you know, he's mimicking being a good dad and, like, Suze is happy again. Like, he's living pretty decently mm-hmm. for this 12 hours until this shit happens. Yeah, I know. I, I feel bad for Alien Barry, too, actually. Like, it's so <laughs> funny because I I don't feel bad for Human Barry, but Alien Barry is just kind of, like, a product of the environment, and he has no mm-hmm. idea what's going on. And he's got this weird kind of innocence yeah, to him. Yeah, he's of almost like a, a newborn because he's just mm-hmm. wandering around, you know, with no idea of what's what's up and what's right and what's wrong. And he just keeps getting roped into more and more and more unfortunate situations. And this is one where, yeah, he he gets drugs again, but this time it's like through a bong. It, yeah, right. Or he like has to inhale it. Yeah, and some sort of inhalant or something. It, it, he don't he don't like that. His alien body don't like that. Um, well, momentarily doesn't like that. Yeah, but it, his neck. <laughs> his, his neck, neck. started stretching. Which I I'm curious now if that actually happened or if that was just like a conceptual shot of what his body feels like. Um, Because I know, like, the guys freaked out around, Mm. like, when the neck stretching thing happened. But, like, outside of that, he was already kind of freaking out anyway. So Mm. I could have seen them just wanting to get out of that situation regardless. I think he did have a long neck. I think (laughs) I do. He was just long necking around. (laughs) Yeah. I do believe he he pulled a giraffe on the the fellas. Um, Just in that moment. But yeah, we never see that happen again later on. But I think it was just maybe the way that the drugs were ingested. It maybe is not a way, a good way for an alien to ingest drugs. Um, But so that happens. And then he finds headphones. Yeah, magical pair of headphones. That the music is slapping for Barry. Um, Mm -hmm. He's vibing. He's really enjoying the music. So he kind of just has his little own like, like vibe out session across Cape Town. He's listening to the music. <laughs> I, that other shot that cracked me up was when it cuts to him in the van and there's Sitting just with that black silence. <laughs> and it's just full of, yeah, it's just full of people who are just like, and yeah, and he's just looking at, <laughs> they're just staring at each other. <laughs> the silence that got to me and then how it just picks up again right after that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the music Ryan, just picks back Ryan up. Ryan Kruger, he, he knows comedy. He's got a good grasp on comedy mm-hmm. and like when, when they lay it out, it usually hits. Like, most of the jokes land in this film, which is yeah. a lot of fun. So, then... 
Um, oh my God, I can't believe we forgot to mention this. Um, he flies. He fucking flies. He levitates out of his shoes and zooms up into the sky and then cruises around face down, ass up, cru- cruises around Cape Town in through the clouds. And I can't believe we didn't mention it in the episode, but I had to mention it because it's fantastic. It's, it's fantastic. (laughs) We get this part where he's walking up and he sees this guy like take something and run away. Mm -hmm. And then he rounds the corner and he sees that a guy is laying there dead. But I'm presuming he got mugged. Was that, was that the same guy from the bar? I wrote that down. I wasn't Mm. sure if it was, but I feel like they look super similar. No, no, it wasn't. It was a different guy. Not um, it wasn't the same one that gave the Mickey Mouse rant. Mm-mm. Okay. No, it wasn't. All right. But so this is <laughs> this is something that's interesting to me is I feel like it's just an even clearer picture that Barry is so much a product of his environment because earlier with the heart attack guy, I I think the only reason he helped him or knew to help him was because other people were around kind of like holding that guy and obviously trying to tend to him in some way. Right. And with the dying guy, nobody's there. And yeah. he's just dying. And Barry is like, I don't know what the fuck is doing your is going on yeah. with you. So he just hands him the headphones. Yeah. And Which then he was, dies. It was it was kind of both funny and sweet because I yeah. think he I think Alien Barry had good intentions there because the mm-hmm. guy's like, help me. And for me, I was like so the headphones seemed to help Barry when he took the drugs. So maybe in his mind, he was like, okay, well, these help me. Maybe they'll help you. So he just kind of puts them on and they're like, here, yeah. you're cured. Yeah, I think he was just like, oh, hey, I like this. Like, like Because the thing about it is, yeah, Alien Barry is seemingly trying to get along with people. And, we, and as we see in the next scene, he is not a... He is only violent or fights back when he really needs to. He's not aggressive in, you know, mm. in just regular day to day. Like he really does just seem to wanna, you know, interact with people as well as he can. Because yeah. he comes across some thugs and some thugs. They 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 big thugging out here in they Cape Town. Are, mm-hmm. Yeah, young thugs. And they beat him up. They <laughs> beat him up and for no for literally for no, reason. no reason. Like he blinks and they're like what the fuck <laughs> like they like immediately start be- beating him up and they leave him there but he tries to fight back like he mm-hmm. does something where he holds he pulls like an 11 on him like holds out his hand and it yeah. seems like it affects one of them for like a second and then barry passes out mm-hmm. and then we get an intermission <laughs> which was very it was kind of cute because like in regards to the actual plot of the movie, this would be where the intermission is because we definitely switch gears mm-hmm. pretty heavily, like like a, a scene later. But I did write down in my notes, did we need the intermission? Like, was it really necessary? Yeah, no, but it definitely it definitely fit the it fit like, the vibe aesthetic of the movie. Yeah, yeah, because there's like 80s music playing and it's like candy. 
hot dogs and like it yeah and things are like flying by kind of reminds me of like a screensaver like all those <laughs> yeah i agree like those old like early 2000 screensavers mm -hmm. yeah and then so barry has like a vision of himself in that commercial that like whiskey commercial mm -hmm. and then next thing you know he wakes up he is chained to or like uh strapped to a chair in a cage not a cage but it's like a fenced off area with a little girl mm -hmm. and this is when we find out what has been happening to those children that have been have been going missing in cape town we find out that they are being kidnapped by this man yeah. And this is really when we start to get into a thing where I'm like, dude, I have literally, what is, what is going on? Where's Barry? Barry, what is your life? What has your life become? Yeah, like, I was like, <laughs> I wrote down, if I was Alien Barry at this point, I'd say, yo, fuck this planet. I'm over. I'm saying, like, call, I just call my alien friends and be like, can you come to pick me up? Because I can't get to you. Yeah. Like, you need to drive to where I'm at. <laughs> I don't think I can make it back to our meetup point um so yeah this is and this is another instance where well so this guy has a feeling that barry is not human because when he found him he was all beat up and now he looks totally fine and yeah. like he's healed himself and so he pulls him out and he pulls out one of barry's teeth and he's basically just like okay if that tooth grows back like i know you're not human but that's what i mean like barry very much could be fighting back right now but he just doesn't like he's just kind of there's not enough of a reason to i guess i i'm i'm interested in why he doesn't because he does a little bit later on but it, he does when it's not affecting him mm -hmm. like he does when somebody else is getting hurt and in danger true true it's interesting when he finally decides because it, it does seem like violence, for whatever reason, is Alien Barry's last resort. Like, he really <laughs> yeah. doesn't care to fight if he doesn't have to. But he gets, it becomes very clear the deeper into this situation that he's in, that fighting is going to have to be something that he's going to do, or mm -hmm. he's going to have to do. Um, but also, that the guy who, I guess his name's Jonathan Pinar, who plays I guess the character's name is Daddy as well. <laughs> I did not know that that was his name. Yeah. Uh, he did a really good job on that role yeah. because, like, it was it was such a interesting blend of like, you know, you get the idea that this guy is just kind of like the guy that hides underneath the bridge that you don't really talk to, right? Mm -hmm. But he's he's so menacing in such a strange way, mm -hmm. and like, uh, I don't have to. I don't have to intimidate you because, like, if I want to kill you, I just will. That's right. kind of the vibe that he gave. He, yeah, he's the guy that enjoys that. He he is a sadist. Like you can yeah. tell that he really revels in the captivity and the torture. And, like, and yeah. yeah, he's one of those that likes to prolong. And like you can tell that that is what is exciting for him, which is gross and like yeah. really yeah it, he is he does a very very good job i really like his voice and the way that he um says his lines or the way that he delivers them i think just perfectly fit the kind yeah. of character that he is and he's loving a, fucking he's loving fucking up barry 
yeah, <laughs> he did. He did a fantastic job with that role. I think he he nailed that shit almost as much as Barry nails mm-hmm. his role. Just like he was perfect mm-hmm. um, at what he was doing. But yeah, so I guess Barry finds a friend in this little girl who's also yeah. apparently captured. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after they after he gets tortured for a bit. Like, he goes to sleep or passes out, and then he wakes up to the sound of her screaming, Mm -hmm. which activates him to finally get up and do something. Yeah, Hero Barry activated. He goes and saves her. They are running. They're trying to escape where they're at because they're in this, like, old warehouse, so they have quite a bit of ways to run to get out. As they're escaping, old boy grabs a chainsaw and starts <laughs> following them. I love that he's just like randomly grabbing props along the way <laughs> yeah. as he's chasing. He's like, helmet, <laughs> chainsaw. <laughs> I was like, okay. Geared up and ready to go. Also, <laughs> they are like, not, all things considered, they are not the best at escaping. <laughs> They're, the speed at which they are going is is pretty lax which, for their situation. Yeah, which, the, and the thing about it that's that's hard though is that I, it's Barry. Barry's yeah. slow and she doesn't want to leave him, but he doesn't under, I don't think he quite understands the magnitude of, of the, the situation. situation. Yeah. So he is like, yeah, really just not, he doesn't have to, like great agency of his limbs anyway. Once he becomes alien Barry, he's always just kind of stumbling around. So yeah, he's really, she's very, I, I mean, I know why she wouldn't want to leave him around because he is her protector. But right. like, yeah, she's definitely taking a chance by slowing down and and, and dragging him along. Um, yeah. But they end up finding like a, a bunch of kids um, mm-hmm. that she wants to free. So Barry and the guy get, because I'm not going to call him what his name is, Barry and the guy <laughs> get into a fight. And Barry... Have a little like slice and dices my guy yeah they tango with a chainsaw for a hot second saw tango mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, and <laughs> yeah he fucks him up yeah and it's a great shot though because the blood hitting both of them looks fantastic just the right amount of blood mm-hmm. and also barry's eyes are so freaking blue they look crazy peering out of that bloody face he yeah. looks in when he rounds the corner and smiles at the children oh i'm surprised God. none of them burst <laughs> into tears i mean i know that they know that like he's saved them but still i probably would have been crying because he looks yeah. scary just another fucking <laughs> just another praise towards gary green his ability to capture the physical aspects of this character because mm-hmm. yeah that I wrote that down. I was like, oh, that's the creepiest smile I've ever seen. Yeah, because he doesn't know. He sees her smile and he knows that he should. But he doesn't know how to, like, slowly get rid of the smile. So it, like, comes really fast and it goes really fast. (laughs) Um, But, of course, as they exit, the police roll up. They see a bloody adult man surrounded by a flock of children. (laughs) And they said, what's the fuck up? (laughs) So they arrest yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. that, I mean, that all that tracked for me because clearly Barry's not going to say anything or whatnot. Right. I was a little salty that not a single kid could be like, no, he saved our life. But, you know. Yeah. But you know what, though? I feel like even if they said that, how seriously would 
the police take them. You know right. what I mean? Because it could be like a Stockholm syndrome type thing where mm-hmm. you're like, or you're afraid to say, you're still afraid to like talk against them. So true, true, if true, Barry's true. not gonna vouch for himself, he's like, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I could see, I could see why they probably would be like, well, we're gonna take him in for questioning, and then he gets in there and he's like a bird. He's like looking around. <laughs> Barry's <laughs> not acting normal by any means. So I think right away they're just like, okay, dude, some ain't right here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Barry unfortunately gets arrested, and they. They know he's high, uh, or at least they assume that he is high. Based on how he's acting, mm-hmm. which, you know, makes sense. Hey. Hey! Say something. God probably bleeds and suddenly goes to the Oh, yeah. How many kids? Hey, you sick fuck. Five, ten, twenty, thirty-five. A hundred. hundred fucking kids. Jesus. Sick. Sick fuck. What do you think? Fried. Definitely fried. Right. Fair assessment. They're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) My man has been high. Um, But so they put him into a mental hospital yeah and they drop him off in a room with a couple other patients there and immediately he meets ronald mm-hmm. who <laughs> this is one of my favorite sequences i think of the movie yeah i love this bit the whole hospital scene is so good it reminds me of a video game like that's so funny you say that because i wrote down in my notes like huh i don't remember this call of duty level (laughs) (laughs) like yeah like you get there ronald is like an npc you have to have this like little cutscene with him and then you like are going through the hospital because basically he gets there he meets another patient the patient is basically like you seem special like something different there's something different about you and then he says oh well my friend is coming to break me out today. So you've come at a very good time. At this point in time, I was like, I believe you, Ronald. The way that this movie is going, I believe that your friend is coming to break you out of fear. Mm-hmm. So the sequence is so good. It's so good. Because from Ronald's perspective, the way things are happening is that they go out, they incapacitate a guard, Ronald gets a gun, the alarm is blaring and they're like slowly making their way through the halls with Ronald like in the front with this gun and he gets to the end and he tells Barry to leave and he stays behind and then when his noble sacrifice yeah his very noble sacrifice but then when we cut to what's actually happening uh, he doesn't have a gun. He just has like a baton, which I'm yeah. glad they did that because I was like, why would a security guard, why would they ha- allow them to have like an AK-47? Yeah, in and they, I mean, they even they even set it up to where like uh, I forgot the other guy's name it starts with an M. It's 
like Maurice or something like that. I feel so bad. Yeah, it's it's like it's, a marinetto or something yeah. like that. <laughs> he loved he loved sandwiches. That was the important thing. He yes. loved sandwich day. Onion Those delicious sandwiches. onion sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they incapacitate the guard, he picks up a baton. He does. And he's like, mm-hmm. toss me the gun, and he's holding the baton. Then he tosses him the baton, and the baton is now a gun. Yeah. So. They very much are like, this is not a gun. Right, <laughs> yeah. And they, and they show it. And it's one of those things where, like, I even, I clocked that when it happened. But mm-hmm. I was still so, like, I was so into it that I really felt like they he had were, a gun. Like, yeah, <laughs> traversing this intense hospital. Because in, in this movie, too, that could happen. Right. Like, I, wouldn't have I could see it. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is Barry goes outside and his friend is actually there. Like, yeah, that part was true. And so they leave and Barry is given more drugs. Not only is he given drugs, but I believe the friend's name is Terrence. Is uh, Lawrence. Lawrence. Lawrence is also on drugs. So mm-hmm. this is really, this is like the scene from... Willy Wonka, or, or <laughs> where like you know they're going on the boat and there's all these images in the background. Like that mm-hmm. is what is happening. They are driving. There's this crazy images happening in the background, and if, and they get into a car accident because neither one of them are paying attention to what is happening. Like no. <laughs> they are no. both tripping out. I'm sure they have run over at least seven people on this. Yeah, I would love to see the trail that they took. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So, yeah, they get into a car accident and Barry is kind of wandering around. And this, I feel like, is almost a moment where we see that. Did you read it this same way? Because we keep getting these shots of, like, Barry underwater, under, like, this red water. Mm -hmm. And were you reading that as, like, the real Barry is, like, trapped? Yeah. Beneath the surface? Oh, uh, you know not mean? to that. Yeah, not to that degree of symbolism. No, I can't. For me, I truth be told, I wasn't paying too much attention <laughs> to them because they happened so quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was always just like, oh, it's just Barry, you know, still captured, right? But it it most definitely could have been a metaphor for like he's, you know, drowning while this alien is uh taking over his body. So it could just be like him in his subconscious or whatever, like in this goo or whatnot. A hundred percent could be that. Uh, when I watched it, it wasn't that deep to me. I'm going to be real. Like, I was <laughs> like, ah, cool, cool shot. And then because there's just so much crazy shit happening in the main plot line that every time shit like that happens, I'm like, I, there's too much, too much, too much stimulation mm-hmm. very in my brain. Stim- very stimulated. Because mm-hmm. at this point, he's like crawling into now like a box fort that Yo, becomes yeah. the fucking maze from Dave, Dave Made, made a, a Maze. maze. I, thought <laughs> I said Dave Made a Maze. Shout out. Shout out. You gotta <laughs> check that episode. You should. It's an oldie but a goodie. Very um, good. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because like when the box scene happened, I also wrote down, Okay, where the fuck is this movie taking us? <laughs> right, yeah, because yeah, he climbs into the box, and this is so. This is when we see that guy again with the gloves, mm-hmm. and I think, yeah, I think this is when he kind of realizes that he needs to go, like he needs to leave. Yeah, what I, I think is being told, displayed yeah, to him. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I got too, but I also thought that despite kind of piecing that together. I feel like outside of the glove thing, which I think was a really good catch, I feel like that character, this kind of like weird top hat glove character, 
I don't know if it necessarily hit its purpose for me. Mm. Um, and it could just be I didn't catch all the symbolism that he was supposed to be um, representing. Mm-hmm. But for me, when we got the call back to him, it didn't do much for me. But mm-hmm. I could have just been maybe hyper-focused on Barry at this point in the film as well. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but so after that, he runs back into the prostitute and he, she, he saves her from her pimp, basically. Mm-hmm. And then he passes out. And when he wakes up, he is in her apartment. She, her son, her son is Barry. Like he is Bear Gary Gary is her son playing her son but with a high pitched voice because he is still meant to be a child like but he, 2 days old He's meant to be yeah like 2 days old but he is an adult Barry He is Barry in very small clothing but 100% and and with a little pigtail with a well. pigtail yes and she obviously was not expecting him to be so big so she hasn't had a chance to buy clothes for him so he's wearing like one of her crop tops mm-hmm. and like yeah and she, yeah so he is an adult she proceeds to breastfeed him because he is a child at the same time and then she, when Barry sits up and we finally see him, he is clay. Like, he literally looks like he is made of clay. Like <laughs> His yeah. skin is so dry. He needs Jurgens Because, like, from <laughs> when we last saw him, he is shriveled and dried up. Yeah. Alien Barry is not looking so hot. He looks rough. And the, but that, but what she says to him, she asks him, she asks him, like, you know you're the dad, right? And I'm like, girl, you're asking the wrong questions. <laughs> you should be asking, why is my child a full grown forty year old man? <laughs> yeah, she honestly, I both respect her for her for you know getting this crazy scenario and kind of making do with it. But also, you are way too relaxed with your current situation, mm-hmm. my lady. Um, like, this shit's weird as fuck. Yeah, I'm like, girl, you you are asking all the wrong things. You're not focused <laughs> on the most important issue. Um, and I'm sure he knows he's the father, considering they are twins. They are actually <laughs> identical twins. So, yes, I think he knows he's the father. But when she says that, he, like, passes out and has a seizure, and she takes him to the hospital, and he dies, quote unquote, in the hospital, just as Suze, his wife, is arriving at the hospital. Um, Mm -hmm. And so he dies and then he comes back to life. Once the doctors and everything have left, he comes back to life after having another vision um, where he sees multiple berries. (laughs) He like comes back to life and he touches her and he's able to show her everything that he's been going through within the last yeah. whatever week or whatever or a couple days actually it's only, nah, it's only been it's i think it's only been like three days i think so. honestly although we don't know how long he was well he was at that one place for two days at Which least one? with the child kidnapper 
Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been, like, maybe four days. Yeah, it's been less than a week. It's mm-hmm. definitely been less than a week. Yeah. So, from that, she's like, okay, I'm going to help you out. Because she's like, okay, you're not my husband. Like, yeah. But I'll, I'll get you where you need to go. So, they take him back to the same location where he got abducted the first time. Apparently, that's the only place that the UFO can port. It's the only place they got parking. Yeah, yeah. They were like, <laughs> we're not paying to park anywhere else, so you got to come come here. So they say their goodbyes. I love I love the look that Suze gives to her. I, I knew you were going to say something about it. <laughs> when, when, the, when the prostitute, I, I didn't catch her name, is saying goodbye to Barry, I love the look that Suze gives. She's like, what the fuck? Bitch, who the fuck are you? But yeah, so Barry goes up. And they kind of stand there for a moment, and the UFO looks like it's gone. And they look at each other and are both like, okay, let's like go get a drink. And, you know. Yeah. Also, also, Baby Barry's still there. Baby Barry's in the yeah, car. Yeah, Baby Barry's he- in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Barry's there, but Suze has like um, lovingly forgotten her child wherever mm-hmm. he's at, even though yeah, he's like three. That- <laughs> Suze has forgotten her child Multiple and times. the prostitute lady is definitely about to forget her child because right, they're right. both like oh well that was a bunch of shit let's go get a drink yeah like all right cool yeah because they definitely don't look like they're walking back to their cars they look like they're walking <laughs> down the street um so as they're walking away you hear a thump like somebody is falling and hitting the ground and then they turn around and Suze says barry and then it cuts to yeah, which I kind of thought was going to be the ending, and I'm I'm glad they went that way too. Mm-hmm. I, I I assumed that Barry was going to get dropped off, um, but you know, wasn't sure. The rest of the movie's been so wacky that they could have done a, mm-hmm. another left turn right at the end or something. Yeah, and and this is my final question for you: is do you think that do you think Barry's body didn't work out for the alien because of the drugs? Or do you think that these aliens aren't really meant to stay in human bodies? Like, how did you read it? Yeah, it's a great question. Because, like, the what was happening to his body didn't really align with anything. It's just, like, he was suddenly really sickly and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I wonder if... I think here's what I wonder. I wonder whether or not he was at or the alien was actually in Barry's body at all or if they just made a replica of Barry's body and it was just past its expiration date. You feel me? Like, because especially if they drop Barry off at the end there, I wonder if they just made like an exact replica of his body and then he was just taking that around. But the replica doesn't isn't meant to last for a very long time. Mm. Um because I, I don't know, I kind of felt like we don't get to see Barry when he drops back down. They just say Barry. But for me, I assume that if we had turned the camera to Barry, it would have been the Barry that got abducted, not the, like, ashy Barry that just left. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. That was, that was yeah, my feeling. Like, he would have looked exactly like when he left and not like it, he was dying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. What what did you think? How did you kind of interpret it? You know, I kind of think it might. I definitely think the drugs played a part, mm-hmm. and because I think that 
throughout the movie that was really taking a toll on him and on his body and he was always forcibly being made to take these drugs like right and i think that he's really at his best and at his strongest when he's not taking them and i just wonder if maybe it was just too much and his body or he he was just rejecting it now and didn't mesh with the body anymore because i just feel like if he knew like I, I feel like he would have known before that he would have needed to leave and when he needed to leave if mm-hmm. you know if that was a thing where it's like okay well you only have like four days I feel right. like he would have already been on his way back <laughs> to you know try and leave but because yeah. he knew where the UFO was mm-hmm. but he, he knew he knew where to go mm-hmm, yeah but he he didn't he was just kind of wandering around he was kind of trying to find like Sue's I feel like if he would have probably stayed longer if the body continued to work in his favor. Like if he went into somebody who didn't do drugs or someone who was like, you know, completely healthy, I feel like he probably would have been able to stay longer. True. True. And if he was, and if he did actually, or if it, I should say, possessed um, his body, um, he did, like I said before, consume more than enough drugs to actually kill a man so like it would make sense that perhaps the body really did just die and the alien was like well this is a dead body now so i might as well go back home Mm -hmm. yeah that's true and maybe once he got out barry was good because he was like you know maybe it's just something within the alien that was not meshing and so when Mm -hmm. he got out barry was probably like worse for wear he probably yeah, but, won't live super long, but nah. <laughs> he but goofed I would, now. <laughs> I would say, if nothing else, the alien did get a full uh, human experience during their vacation. Yeah. Did every drug imaginable, got to have sex multiple times, had a kid, died, you know, got got to really live through the entire gambit. Went to jail. Mm-hmm. Went to jail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Ate some cheese. Ate some part. cheese. Can't <laughs> stop by Earth and not get a little bit of cheese, right? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta try out the Earth cheese. <laughs> All right, but that, yeah, that's fried berry, homies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's time for us to rate this bad boy. I agree. Um, whew, what do we rate fried berry out of? We could rate it out of cheese cubes. We could. Rate... I am honestly kind of down. Yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, but but you're gonna go first. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna give fried berry three point eight cheese cubes. Nice. I actually really enjoyed this movie. I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. I never knew what was going to happen. The shots in it are fantastic. I like the '80s aesthetic that they were going for, and I I don't know, dude. I like that it's just some guy on a wild trip across Mm -hmm. cape town and i like that it that's it like that's really the story is just a bunch of events happening to a guy who just happens to be an alien and we're just kind of following that path i don't know i I thought it was fun it had it made way for some really fun sequences and i think that the acting in it was was great uh my only qualms with it would be i do think that it ran a little bit long for my liking I, I it, at times it felt like it was kind of you know like as I was waiting in between the sequences to happen it did feel 
like it was sluggish a little bit, particularly a lot of the times when he's just kind of walking around. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it felt a little long sometimes, but other than that, I enjoyed it and I would recommend it to watch. I, the director said, I know this is like a hate it or love it movie. And I, a lot of the reviews that I have seen have literally been that either people that hate it or love it. Like there's no in between. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really liked this and I'm, yeah, I don't know. I was really impressed by it. So 3.8 cheese cubes for me. Nice, nice. Um, I think I would give Friedberry four out of five cheese cubes. Um, and pretty much, not to just repeat all of it, a lot of it's echoing basically all of your feelings. Um, I didn't know what I was getting into watching this movie. Um, and the first half is a lot to get through for sure, because there's just a lot of things happening mm-hmm. um, one after another. But the movie's a lot of fun. Um, the concept, like you said, simple but cool. It works for me. And Gary Green was just a treat to watch navigate this role. Uh, I can't, like, if, if nothing else, I would recommend the movie just to watch him do this role mm-hmm. because it is fucking crazy the different physicalities and acting little nuances that he puts into the character of Barry. Um, My biggest complaint is the same one that you had. I definitely thought that there were parts of this movie that dragged. Um, And I think a lot of that has to do with um, because the concept is so simple that we're kind of taking a tour through Cape Town. Um, We don't necessarily get a lot of character development with alien Barry. So, in between the big things that are happening, there's not really a lot to latch on to. It's just kind of a guy on drugs wandering through a city, which at about the hour mark, gets it, it starts to lose its novelty a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think the, the last maybe like 20 to 30 minutes, uh, it's kind of rough because you feel like you've just been sitting there for a long time. I know that I felt like I was watching the movie for longer than it actually is because it, it's an hour... Th- like 40 yeah. basically which is a little long for a movie but it felt longer than it was for me i agree um mm-hmm. so that's why i put it down to four but still all that being said it was a lot of fun and it is i think i would definitely recommend this to again a mature audience but if this is something up your realm if you like really artsy um very fucking kooky um if you like that style of movies, I think you'll really enjoy Fred Berry. So mm-hmm. four out of five cheese cubes from me. Well, there you have it, homies. Uh, be sure to check out this movie. It is on Shudder. That's what mm-hmm. I watched it on. And if you want to as well, the short film that they started with is on YouTube. It's like three minutes long. If you want to it's kind of interesting to see what that was and what it turned into so if you have any desire you can check that out as well um but other than that we are done for our review today um please let us know if any of you guys have watched this movie already please let us know your thoughts what would you rate it out of cheese cubes um you can come and talk to us over on our social medias we are homies of horror 
on everything. Or if you prefer, you can always email us or you can email us recommendations if you'd like because we always love getting requests from you guys. We are homiesofhorror at gmail.com. And if you wouldn't mind going on over to Apple Podcasts and leaving us a rating or a review, we would very much appreciate it. It really helps us out and helps more people become part of the Homies crew. Um, So we like to hear from you guys about what you think of the show. So if you like it, please let us know over on Apple Podcasts. Last but not least, like we said, twitch it up with us. Um, mm-hmm. Homies of Horror, we are on, have our own channel on Twitch now. Uh, please check us out, come and hang out. And to make things easier, our link is in our bios on our social medias. So you can always go to that and just give us a quick little follow so that you're always alerted when we go live. But other than that, homies, we are all done for today. Gonna kick on the AC, um, Put some, oh put God, some more yeah. deodorant on. <laughs> yuck. Uh, but yeah, we hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we will be talking to you next time. Catch you later, homies. Bye.